Welcome to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast. While everyone else is looking for glory, treasure, and power, our adventurers are on the greatest quest of all, to find true love. So join Thane, Fia, Nathaniel, and Hephaesta as they put their hearts on the line. Last time in Romancing the Dungeon. <sighs> oh, oh. Huh? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I like. I remember I, I woke up and I was being like I was being swaddled. I was real comfy, and I, was, I think I was going down a corridor and there was a, a cat man, and then um, and then someone threw some stones at me, and then I fell over, and then I ate some berries. And then, and then we locked the door. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> what an action-packed episode! Doesn't <laughs> 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 even just gloss over episode yeah. seven. <laughs> I hope everyone's ready for the and incredible follow-up. <laughs> here was me in the last one with my spiel, and, and you then had a fucking <laughs> TED talk for us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. We've like itemized, alphabetized, everything eyes. <laughs> oh, I did, yeah. It's like a child again, like, and what did you do on your summer holiday? And then I had a dog, and then we made some sandwiches, and then uh, we had marshmallows. And then my nana brought me to the beach, and at the beach there were two seagulls, and they were kissing. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I feel very attacked. <laughs> Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first step to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamy, or dirty. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Graypurse, founder, CEO, and love wizard, as well as owner of several blog boards dedicated to shipping all your favorite characters. Ever wonder what life would be like if Thane and Nate acted on their pent up homoerotic feelings for each other? <laughs> Me neither. But hey, some perverts out there eat that stuff up. <laughs> to get started, please fill out the attached questionnaire. Question 8. What food would you order on a first date? Hello everyone, and welcome to the 8th edition of Thane's Tidbits, where I, Thane, talk about some tidbits about my life. Um, yeah, no, Thane's uh, favourite meal is a level 6 hero's feast, because not only is it a great cost of 1,000 gold pieces worth of gems but you get a 2d10 maximum bonus to your hp and because it's like a druid spell that means i do not have to pay so dine out on a druid's dime i don't buy into all this shit with girls eating salads out on dates i want a giant turkey leg and a load of mead and he better pay for it well uh generally when i go on a date i like to order for both of us so for me, I like to have maybe like a nice steak, uh, some mashed potatoes, some gravy, some asparagus, you know, cooked in some butter and bacon. And then for her, she gets nothing because she's already got a snack in me. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? You've, just right. Kill, you've killed my answer, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to say. Over to like you now for another wonderful answer. <laughs> I usually let my day order for me. <laughs> Perfect. 
Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you have just crossed the threshold with Mally, the um, the Tabaxi, as your. Oh, is that his name? Yeah, Mally. We definitely did not ask. You him have not, you've not asked him. No. I'm just telling you all because well, you're all these, as you're. Kind I'll make of sure like, to forget know, that. Poking him down the stairs. Like, By the way, my name is Mally. Shut up! I don't care. <laughs> Mally of the blistering sands. <laughs> I'll blister you. Keep moving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. The staircase is a, um, it's spiraling downwards uh, and at various different intervals there's kind of uh, ensconced uh, torches just kind of lighting the path. But it, it, you seem to go down uh, for the longest time. Like it's, when you first crossed over it was pitch black but the further down you went it just got, you started to come across these torches that were kind of lighting up the blade. It feels like you've been travelling down for an eternity. And before I forget, then if you want to give me a roll of a D12 plus 3... This will determine... Oh God, I hope you don't get a 12. Uh, <laughs> how many turns before Lilu and Arda break Oh, would you look at that? It's a, it's it's actually a 7. Uh, so 10 in ten. total. Effectively 10 turns or 10 minutes for them to hack down the door. <laughs> you, you've literally just filled it with every ounce of debris and shells you could. <laughs> um, but Lilu and Arda have arrived and above faintly you all hear the sound of something hard knocking against wood and it just kind of echoes down and then it's it's just it, the sound just dies uh, into the darkness below you i'm sure that was nothing overhead magokish is still kind of standing there behind lilu and arda just kind of he's now regaling you about the very first thing he ever sold which was some sort of potent powder that you used to sort of stiffen out your mustache wax oh, and he just it, it, it was a great seller and Do then, we hear and, this? Can we hmm? hear this from below? No, no, this oh. is just sort of a, as an aside. He then could. makes a remark that Lilu might be able to use it in her moustache. Uh, oh. She just, she just, she swallows the, the, the compliment like some bitter tea <clears throat> and just uh, Arda shoulders the door and then she just kind of gives it a good kick um, <laughs> as if she was kicking the um, <laughs> But they're not paying him any attention. After uh, what feels like you know, it feels like an hour almost, you reach the bottom and you're standing in a square room that is lit with candles all over. There are three decadent uh, vases filled with... Va- Turns out when I say vase, I don't say vases. I no. say vase. I actually heard that. <laughs> vases. There are three vases with beautiful flowers that even here in the dank darkness of this underground sanctum, they, they look to be well-maintained. I'll, I'll go look at the flowers I'd like to inspect these flowers <laughs> not like touch them or like do anything that would make a problem no before I do that because I don't I don't I don't like any of this before we even make a single move I'm just gonna be like everybody watch out for traps and I wanna check for traps because I don't wanna <laughs> die okay can I check for traps you may check for traps okay oh D&D is so exciting <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna tell you because that was a natural one and we're starting strong don't there guess. are no traps. <laughs> <laughs> but now there are. So you kind of just, the fact that these flowers look to be, you know, in good health and in good shape um, kind of gets your attention and you completely overlook the markings on the ground. The rest of you, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw thing. Uh, the rest of you, as Thane steps into the room and off the step onto the ground, um, this glowing light. That's a six. And you can't but help feel really calm and really sort of uh, as one with nature and one with these flowers 
Nice. I love nature. You, you all kind of see Thane's shoulders <clears throat> slump down, like just very relaxed, and he kind of starts to run his hands through these plants, just kind of, I was going to say feeling them up, but just, you know, caressing them mm-hmm. lovingly, like a gardener would. Mm, of course, yes. of course all, yeah. like a gardener. Yeah. As all yeah. gardeners do, I, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. I often do it to my lovely lavender. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I jump on the tabaxi's back. On his tabaxi, <laughs> if, oh. if you if you will. Oh, okay. Of course you do. So we're we're just gonna see if Maui can actually you know support and crush him to death. You know, it turns out he's actually quite strong. <laughs> <laughs> so you leap onto his back and he kind of he, he stumbles forward a little bit, but he catches himself with his hands tied. Yep. No, no, as in he catches his balance. Okay. Mm. He doesn't fall to the ground. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. He's a cat. They yeah. land on their feet. Yeah. So he, yeah, he, he, surprised. He, he manages to stabilize himself. Uh, he skirts around the, the, the symbol on the ground. He'll be, he'll, he'll be all right in, in, in a moment. I think. I, I feel great, Catman. I've, uh, um, just reach over and start petting him. So you're on his back and you're yeah. caressing his little head. Yeah. Um, and he's just very uncomfortable. What do you mean? You think what? What's happening to him? But, um, the, the the symbol on, on, on the grounds are what they use to keep some of the workers complacent. The volunteers, I mean, I mean, I meant to say volunteers. They keep mm-hmm. them in a good mood. Okay, so we should keep an eye out for more of these in here. There so. are lots. Okay. But it, 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 it's not permanent. It just it requires a top-up. And um, should you touch three of them then the effects will last anywhere up to a month oh my gosh nice where are the rest of these no 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 there's one and he's just kind of like he tried he's now trying to point with his elbow as his hands are tied all right cool cool and i walk down the hallway okay and i just stay and then grab him i'm just chasing my bliss man um, no 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 Given how relaxed you are, are you going to resist? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm okay, not fighting so you're anything. Just, you're just being hugged yeah. uh, very violently <laughs> by Hephaestus from behind. Oh, just sort uh, of grab him by the arms. And okay. like, oh, hey, Everyone's getting so touchy-feely so early in this episode. I feel so left <laughs> out. <laughs> I think you got plenty earlier. Okay, I think you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there touching herself. <laughs> Nobody wants to touch or feel me. <laughs> yeah, so you, you can clearly see it's, it's, it's about five foot wide, uh, the symbol it's a circle an enclosed circle and then some sort of you know it was it spirograph that mm-hmm. thing sure. used to all get at christmas where you yeah. put a pencil in you it's one of those effects but uh, they're visible yeah yeah oh, they're yeah. very they're they've been painted into the ground and when thane stepped on it it glowed with a light mm. okay so i'll keep down the hall but like i've got okay him by the shoulders and so, i'm directing where okay. he's walking where are we um, going? As you kind of, are you all following suit or where was that mop? Back upstairs. Back upstairs. You're gonna upstairs. Go start mopping. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually a great plan. <laughs> Are you actually going up to get the mop? I'm gonna get the mop. <laughs> After okay. he told us it took us forever to get down here, you're gonna okay. go back up and Give get the mop. Give me an athletics check. I'm gonna get off his back first. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Are you gonna ride him up like a pack mule up? Oh no. Okay. That's a natural one. Oh god. Two so far. Um, so you hop off. Uh, Mali's back, and you land straight onto this onto the symbol. Oh God damn it! You're just you're just very energetic. You're just you just, you just 
gotta get up and go. It's just let's let's get, okay. I was gonna get them up, but now I'm gonna get them up. I'm not gonna go. We're gonna go there. And we're gonna fix the tank tomorrow. We're just gonna go there. Um, you are hyper right now. It was that sort of intent. Whatever your intention is, Festa and Fia, you've kind of figured out this thing seems to heighten emotional states. Okay, um, great. Okay. So now you're just full of intent. So whatever your intent is. Okay, I'm running up the stairs, going upstairs, going to go upstairs, get myself a map, going to do some cleaning, going to make this place all spick and span, let me tell you. Hey, man, where are you going? Come back, chill out, look. Hey, 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 hey. Dude, you're hurt. I got stuff to do, I got stuff to do, you hold me back, okay, and then I'm just going to zip right up the stairs. Okay. The only thing we got to do is do. You zip back up the stairs, and Mali's just like, we're dead, we're so dead. (laughs) We're, we're, We're so dead. Are you going to continue on down the corridor while Nate runs up to find him up? I'm dead serious about or, taking yeah. it easy, Catman. And I create bonfire in one of the in one of the vases and just. Well, little, and, but like, I want I want to get like a I want to get like an ambiance burn going on as like light some sage. Okay. Sweet Jesus. Um, so one of the vases is just engulfed in fire. Um, <laughs> I, just, I like, start pushing him down the hall just a little bit faster, um, but still very careful. No, let me smell it. Stop. No. So it just smells like burnt flowers. Uh, yeah. yeah, gross. Yeah. I'm gonna kind of wait for Nate to come back down. Okay, you're gonna wait. Yeah. Okay. Wait for Nate. If wait for he Nate. One... Just wants to clean things, and he stays out of the way. Just let him fucking do it. Like. Okay. At that point, I go, guys, what's going on up here? It's a state up here. I gotta start cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> I start cleaning in the stock room. Everything's all piled in a corner, guys. That's not a way to clean the place. Oh my god. Declan, meticulously constructing the tomb, I'm going to put these traps in here to to make them, you know, run afoul of something. Look, no, they're all high. You said they're I hide in my high. state and I want to clean, and this place is an absolute mess of storeroom. Just out of game, dear listeners, um, I have been very, very lucky in that, you know, there are some wonderful dungeon masters and map makers out there who put some of their work out onto the internet for free. And for once, I've decided, you know what, Declan, we're, we've been in lockdown. It's about time you tried to give back to the D&D community and you make a few maps. So I've been teaching myself some wonderful, wonderful software um, on how to use Wonder Draft and Dungeon Draft. And I've actually constructed a lovely dungeon map of which they have moved a grand total of 5, 10, 15, 20, 20, 25 feet in. And we are, as of right now, 18 minutes into this podcast. So <laughs> I like those numbers. Dear players. We, we can um, do it. I, uh, can I shout up at Nate? Nate, there's an even bigger mess down here that you need to clean up first. What? Yeah. Okay, one minute. Let me get them up. And then I run downstairs. Okay, so you've... Give me a... So you rolled a 13, correct? For the for the barricade. Yeah, uh, 10. 10. Give me a D4 and half it. Uh, one. Okay, so we'll leave one. it at one. So it's now on eight. So there's eight rounds left before Lilu and Arjat will make make it through. Uh, because you have... You've cleared away some of... You've pulled back one of the shelves. So it's now a little bit easier for them to force their way in. On the other side of the door, Nate, you did hear people kind of growling and grunting and the very, very thick southern drawl <laughs> of of another man kind of talking about... He's, he's, he's kind of questioning various different stock market exchange tips <laughs> and everyone should really start investing their money uh, into what he calls cryptocurrency. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Big into the funeral trade. Yeah. <laughs> you head back down? Uh, yes, with the mop <laughs> in tow. You head straight back down and you can hear overhead Nate's footsteps kind of hurriedly tapping straight straight back down. Festa, as you kind of snake through the corridor, you find another one of these symbols, because the corridor here is about eight feet wide. Okay. This thing spans most of the, the hallway. Okay. Sugar. Is Catman with me? 
Catman is behind. It's just a little bit behind you. Right. So I'm gonna shove him in front of me, not over the, <laughs> not over the circle, but just in front of me. And um, is there any way to break the spell to to ruin these to to not get the effect to get around them? If you, <laughs> I suppose, if you remove the markings, yes, they they don't have an effect on Lilu and Ardash. If that's what you mean. No, that I just want us to get through here. It's like, if if I ruin it a little bit, is it no longer effective at all, or...? The, the mark m- must be removed entirely. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, Christ, he's going to be useful for once. <laughs> <clears throat> Nate! Where's this mess? Where is it? Where is it? i got to get it. I'm going to get the mess. i got to clean this up. Come on, let's go. Where is it? Where is it? Fia, down, Fia, where's this mess? Hall. Where is it? It's down the hall. Down go the go hall. to where Hephaestus is. Okay, and I'm just going to... shove us out of the way because I'm, I'm sure he's coming. Okay. I sort of, as I was coming down the stairs, I sort of tied a little bandana on my head, <laughs> like my hanky, sort of like, just keep my hair out of the way so I can kind of... Yeah. So as you, come, as you come straight down the stairs and you're out into that open hallway, the first, you do see that first mark that you stood on and you just give it a kind of a quick splash with the mop. Give me a, a d20 roll. <laughs> roll for roll, roll to roll clean. Roll to mop. Yeah. Uh... Do I put any pluses to that? Uh, you can add your proficiency bonus. Uh, Eight. Okay. Um, you are not a good housekeeper. Um, he hasn't really tried yet. Give him a chance. <laughs> but you do. You you, you slop the wet uh, mop onto it and some of the paint, just or the chalk rather, is just smudged and you've ruined the mark. Um, you also stepped on it accidentally and it hasn't had any effect on you, but the hyperness continues. Okay. You're heading straight down the hall? Yeah, and just okay. looking for... Um, <laughs> stuff to clean kind of bullying past Fia almost knocking her aside with the mop and it is that sort of way that kids do when they're mopping they just you haven't even lifted it <laughs> off the ground you're literally just steering the mop and they don't realise how long the mop handle actually is and they go whacking people behind <laughs> yes, them yeah. um, so you, you do you catch Fia uh, Mali and Hephaestus in the shins with the mop as you're kind of swinging it kind of mopping up the floor and this time around you do give it a good swipe and the mark is completely just doused uh, and washed away I think there's more further on as well that okay. you can clean up. Go. Let's go. Go, Nate, go. go. Guys, <laughs> take it easy. I don't understand what all this rush is about. Can't we just enjoy um, ourselves? Nate's enjoying this. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, but slower. Um, you, <laughs> what? Don't kill me. I'd Maybe. never kill you, friend. I'm no, not no, making I'm promises. I'm actually asking you to not kill me because... Um, there are guards up ahead. And he's just like, so, I've just told you that there are guards there, so we're good from here, right? You're not gonna... We'll see. I love you, man. I think you're great. You've been helping us out from day one. And I just, like, pick up some stones from the ground. I was like, it's all good. I just push on a little bit faster behind Nate because I don't want him to get too far ahead of us alone. Okay. Yeah. As you round the corner again, you see one more of these marks and uh, Nate is, he's there with the mop and it's just, the mop is getting a little bit drier now or it mm. hasn't got, so it takes a bit more elbow grease. You're able to um, to wipe it clean. And just up ahead, and they're going to have a chance to, no, they're stupid. Um, <laughs> why are my guards always useless? <laughs> um, you don't hire the right people. I really don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I need to get onto their union. You can overhear two people speaking and they're giving out about the, the food um, that was brought to them. Excuse me. Hello, excuse me. Excuse me, did you make this mess? The guards just kind of stop and like, 
you again, they're wearing these two uh, human men uh, in these uh, plain uh, robes, spears brandished. They they they're just looking at the the two of you, uh, and then they see Mali, and they're like, "Where are Lilu and Ardat? Do you realize we have guests coming? Oh, this this place is an absolute state." And I'm sorry, you, you two are the only ones here. So I can only assume that it's you two that made this mess. What? Mally, what is he talking sorry, about? Spe- <laughs> sorry, look at me. Don't look at him, look at me. I'm the one talking to you right now, okay? Did you make this mess? No, those are those are the marks of Gamora. Arden and Lilu put them there. Oh. And they're not going to be... Have, have you removed all those marks? And they're very careful about the one that's between them and ye. All I can say is I'm... I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Okay. I, Mali just kind of looks back up. Kind of, like, he doesn't even turn his head. He just looks up to you, and he just looks at you, Hephaestus, kind of like. Um, Nate, look at the state of them. They're filthy. I lunge at them with the mop. <laughs> These vibes, man, are just so. Okay. Give me a. Um, so you lunge in with the mop. Um, give me an attack roll. Uh, that is a pl- uh, plus. Oh wait, it's it'll probably be strength if it's. Yeah, and we're gonna say it's. The, you have. So, have you got one of the spears? I do have a spear. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna say it's the same plus to hit with that because it's spear like. Okay, so so I'm. I'm I, might, I have like minus one strength, so it's a seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna hit. Um, <laughs> what you're gonna do is you can roll a d6 for damage, uh, but you don't get any bonus because it's it's just a stick. Okay. <laughs> Nate's cleaning the house. Three. Swinging the the mop overhead like some sort of deranged housewife, Nate charges in, roaring about the stage of the place. And actually, this area is a little bit cluttered. There's a table with two chairs, and there's two plates with some food scattered all over it. And yeah, it, it, it's very messy. And you swing with the mop just before the next mark on the floor. And the guard, trying to avoid touching it, kind of steps around and into the uh, into the mop, and you crack him right into the noggin. He's just, he's completely, he's holding the side of his head. He's just completely, I have absolutely no idea what is going on here. <laughs> Mali, are you, are these people with you? Are, are they meant to be going in for the ritual? Um, Mali is just like, he's not, he's just frozen. He's not, he's just like. <laughs> yeah, man, ritual. I'm, uh, yeah, I want some of that. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> No, we can't right. just get out of this one. <laughs> no, I'm I'm rolling with disadvantage because I'm too chill to. No, you're like you, you, straight away. You should be probably at the bottom of the pile yeah. anyway. Uh, Damn, that's a really good. I got roll. twenty. Twenty-one. I really need to get better guards. I got an eight. That's twenty. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, I got an eight. So listen, you you still got better than the guards. <laughs> <laughs> the, guards the guards got seven. <laughs> Okay, so with a nat 20, Festa, you're up first. And then that's going to be Nate. Bunk, 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 Fia. Bunk, bunk. Yeah, ooh, handy. And Mali is just, his knees are knocking together in fear. Jesus. What You'll a... never get a handy NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just Eldritch Blast the the one that Nate hasn't hit? Just move sure them out of the way, all right? Like, uh, so 15. Yeah, just roll for damage. Just obliterate this poor guy. Yes. It's first day on the job. It actually is. Uh, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, he is Ash. Um, <laughs> there's literally just Ash everywhere. He is... Hephaestus just casts out one hand, kind of still kind of holding Thane with, the, with her other. A ball of roaring black, blue, and kind of purple-tinged fire just explodes from her hand. It strikes the other guard. And he, but he kind of just... 
he looks up to see Yi kind of rushing in and he's just struck with this engulfed in flame. <laughs> and he's all you hear is Mother And he's gone. <laughs> Turn to the other guard brandishing the mop and I with vicious mockery I say, Your ass is grass, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna mow it? So he has to. He has to. He's gonna mop it. He's mop your ass. <laughs> he has to do a, a wisdom saving throw. That's cocked. That's cocked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh. <laughs> it was cocked on a 10 and or 12, so it didn't make a difference. Uh, and then I rolled a 7 anyway. Um, so, yeah. It's a D4 of psychic damage, and he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Okay. That's 4. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate disadvantage on any roll. All I said was, your ass is grass and he died. <laughs> he's, he, he actually has a... <laughs> Not my ass. He turns to check his ass and he twists his spine so violently. Um, no, it's the, it's, it's the utter confusion and just he cannot get over what's happening and he stumbles forward onto the sigil and just the absolute fear and confusion that he was feeling is amplified and his heart gives in and, and the last thing he's worried about is is whether he has a hairy ass uh, and if it is in fact grass uh, he falls to the ground making a lovely human bridge across the situation can I take the spear they're that he- dead <laughs> I know of can course I- yeah. yeah so you're taking this so you, you've all been equipped there's another two spears oh yeah I'll take the other one okay it's just, just Fia walking around picking up the weapons of dead men. <laughs> <laughs> Passing the right to everyone like candy. <laughs> Spear team. Uh, yeah, let's just march on, huh? We're yeah. on a time limit here. <laughs> can I... Um, can I attach my spear to my mop so that the spearhead is, is, is hidden amongst the mop head? Okay. Beautiful. You yep. ninja. Okay, so I'll give you the kind of the surprise attack bonus. Okay. The first time you attack with it, okay? Meanwhile, uh, upstairs... Lilu and Ardith, the door is now kind of buckling uh, and they're kind of beginning to make their their way in and a lot of the debris has pushed back. We're, we're down to five rounds before they're in on top of you guys. Okay. Um, and McGuck is just there in the back and his hands are all kind of, like his fists are on his hips and he's kind of in kind of, kind of one of those weird old man kind of squat positions. <laughs> and he's just like, and then she came in and she she, she was all in my business and I... I I, 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 I have no problem. I have no problem with Mrs. McGuckett. I, I, I've said that lady is a diamond in the rough. She is an absolute peach. She is the apple of my eye. I absolutely love her. But a man's got needs, don't he? And he takes out a, a small little silver pouch uh, from his, his sides and he just snuffs a little bit of tobacco. And it just, he kind of just shakes his head. It's like, ooh, ooh. Vigor powders. Uh, 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 do you know, uh, a man of my age, well, he'll take any help he can get. And he kind of grabs, you know, he just uh, <laughs> kind of just hitches himself up a little bit. And the other two are just shoving harder at the door. <clears throat> we cut back to you guys standing uh, in this small little kind of guard post area. Like I said, it's just a table. There's some plates with food, a small little cask of wine, two chairs, and the ash of one dead guard and the body of the other now kind of the, blanketing the city. hairy-assed body of another guard. I mean, come down his pants and check if you want, but that one No. <laughs> Too chill to care. Uh, no, Thane, Thane turns to me, he's like, Nate, man, you look not chill. You should, like, have food. Man, eat. 
You feel See, better. Look, look around you. This place is an absolute mess. There's dead bodies on the floor. I don't know where they came nay, from. Nay, nay, the the room is cluttered. I've, look, I've always look I, don't, I don't have time to think about it. And then I just start cleaning up all the cluttered like stuff. Nay, the, the best way to clean up food <clears throat> is to eat it. That's a thinker. Not even paying attention at this point. I'm <laughs> tidying up. Yep, tidying up. Can you imagine I, what I, kind I of a mess the next room is in? <laughs> yeah, we have to keep going. Hmm? There's a bigger room with a lot worse of a mess ahead of us. Oh my god, is it... A man's work is never done. <laughs> yeah, again, so sort of just plowing on with the mop, now kind of using it as part sweeping brush, part spearhead. You make your way down through the, kind of the narrow corridor, and as you kind of step in into this larger area, Mally just goes, We're, um, this is the sanctum, so... Um, this is where they do the thing that they do. How does it work? I'm, I'm not. I'm not really sure. They don't really tell me the the ins and outs of it. But and he kind of he he bobs his head around. There are two um, followers inside. They're not guards. They 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 might just surrender if you if you threaten them the right way. I suppose. <laughs> um, but there's a pool at the end, and the 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 chosen ones are invited to to bathe, and then. The water, I think, comes alive and it drains them of their passion and their other feelings, and and then they're happy. Well, placid, controllable, malleable. Chill. So, chill. 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 Yeah, they're chill. They're like this guy. Oh, that sounds. How long does this guy last, by the way? Another like another oh, turn. Great. Um. So we have to destroy this it. pool of water then. I dip the mop into it. <laughs> um, dry so you, you're going to head into the. Sanctum. Yeah. You you step into kind of a, a much larger open space, and again there are two large vases of these flowers at either side. Directly in front of you, you see a stack of crates that have the same logo. It looks it looks kind of like a stenciled lotus. Uh, it's the same it's the same sigil or symbol you see painted on the grounds, and you just see kind of wood burnt onto these crates is just you know devotion and purity, and then the symbol underneath it. It looks like a it's like a really fancy logo you'd see in some fancy soap in a hotel or something. I don't know. I can only imagine. I'm poor. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty woman. Okay. <laughs> We've all been there. Stepping in, you see that there is with his back turned to you, kind of just milling around and kind of humming to himself. Um, an Ara Corcoran disciple just kind of just tinkering with the boxes, just you know, kind of wrapping them up, putting them into the boxes filled with hay and then sealing the boxes and looking into the room you see at the far edge a rather large pool with sort of two smaller pools connected and woven into it and there's a trickle of a stream that seems to kind of run down the back of the cave and standing there tinkering with a cauldron with plumes of pink and purple smoke emanating from it is a human woman again dressed in the same plain robes and she's dipping a ladle into it into the cauldron and pouring this kind of pink almost kind of glittery liquid into potion bottles and vials just about the stream is the water flowing into the pools or is it flowing out it's of the flowing cave out of it and down around the table where this lady is collecting it into the vials okay in the in that far pool there is also a tall kind of statue like totem looking at it from where you are you you can just make out various human shapes or bodies sort of woven around it. And at the far end of the western side of the room, there are two stone chairs with fine white pillows perched atop them. 
Does this statue remind us of anything? Give me a wis- one, one. Give me a wisdom saving throw first, just to see if this is. Uh, that's not too bad. That's fourteen. Uh, okay, so that chill vibe is gone because it melt. having been one of the two who smashed up the statue back in Herb, what you're looking at is a totem where the central figure or the central pole is actually a woman standing there with her arms open, uh, her full naked body on display, but it's the face that catches your eye, and it has the same face uh, of the statue you found in Swallow's Cave. Woven around and twisted around her body are the smaller bodies of men, women, elves, dwarves, all sort of embracing and cupping her. And this, the totem is sort of plunged into the pool. There's a kind of a pinkish, bluish... <laughs> there's a, The water isn't... There's kind of a pink glow in the water. And do we all recognise this or just some of us? Thane recognised it straight away because he kind of came to when he saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I turn around and like, Hey guys, I'm not chill anymore. I'm back to being incredibly anxious and stressed about the situation. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Um... How, how hidden are we? Like, we're just... You're not. You're just standing there and you're having the Aracarcran and the human woman have kind of turned down to look at you and Mally and are like, oh, we have... We have we have more... That's us, the Chosen. We're here. We've been chosen to be chosen. Oh. And I'm just dipping the mop in and just, don't mind me, guys. You just carry on. He's with the help. So you're heading up to the pool to... Oh, I just dip... Yeah, go dip the mop in, yeah. As you kind of approach with the mop, the human woman kind of just steps up in front of you. It's like... Well, well, I appreciate your enthusiasm, and I'm sure somebody else will eventually. And she kind of looks over at the bottles and the vials. I don't think we've ever actually had an enthusiasm potion. You'll have to wait for Lilu and Ardit. They, they, they begin the ritual. You can see that there are, as you kind of approached into it, Nate, the, the pool is actually about eight feet deep. And those Oof. other two pools that link into it are like kind of a, they dip down into it. So this is sort of like a bath that you would walk into and there are steps all the way down, with that final pool being the one that the totem of Hedona is standing from. The crates and the boxes and stuff, like, because we've seen the Arakaka putting stuff into it, what do we see in them? What Can we can we tell them if it's for anything, or is it just like, we have some crates? It, it's crates, and he's been putting in these glass vials and bottles, and they're the same ones that you had seen uh, Ariel carry. And again, the one that you were holding, it okay. looks to be, again, of the same sort of calibre. Okay. Um, no, I Tane definitely twigs that, and I just turn around like, look, it's fine. Uh, he's he's with the help, and I'm here to uh, to br- to to bring these back up because we've got another shipment going out to the Sleeping Bee. Ariel told us to do that, and Mali's here, my good friend, and I like pull him over to help us because look, a lot of boxes, not a lot of hands. Give me a deception check. Cool, cool. And I'll let you have it with advantage just because you've got Mally pissing his pants. Because I got away with words. Okay, uh, that's a 13. Okay. Um, I'm not good at charisma. <sighs> the Arakok ring, and I, 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 I thought you said you were chosen? Yeah, no, chosen to do this job, to get the crates. Oh, not chosen to sacrifice your emotional integrity. In, into the pool? Here. No, they said I got to do the crate thing first. Okay, and what about the the over-enthusiastic cleaner and the two mop heads with you? Woof, look, it's quarantine, okay? The hairdressers aren't open. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us off, look. No, it's just a person with a full head of thick hair. Yeah. 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 That's a compliment. Thanks. He meant it in a derogatory sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's very bald and is like, fuck you guys. 
It, it surely doesn't take five of you to carry some boxes. All right, oh. look, we don't have time for this. Just get out of the way. Let us do what we need to do, and I won't kill you. And I, like, produce flame in my hand. Yeah, we don't want to have to put it on the report that, like, you got in our way and, like, you slow things up. Because you know, and I, like, point to my race, like, you know, like, these things, they take a lot of time. Pain. We're on a quick schedule. Train's got to run on time. And I throw the fireball at the table that the human woman's working at. Okay. Or, or that happened. Rule for fireball. You're hitting the table. Just the table, yeah. I'm not trying to hit them. Okay, we're doing some, like, Gordon Ramsay level shit Do you shit want here. me to roll to hit, or just... Yes, please, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, that is a... Uh, ten. Okay. Um, so it's just, it, you... A fireball just erupts from your hand as you just... You, you point it straight towards the woman and the table that she's yeah. at. But you, it hits the wall, so you miss the table. There. Um, I'm gonna spook them. But, yeah, he's 100%, like, he just... A kind of, a little bit like the way saying the Mally threw his hands up. You just see these two, like, bird-like hands just shoot up straight into the air, and he's just like... Okay, um, you can have any boxes you want. Just, just let us go. We'll, um, we'll, we'll, we, we, we don't want any trouble. Hey, don't worry about it. What's your name, kid? Hick. Hick. Hey, Hick, listen, we just, we're really antsy. We really got to get this done and I'd love your help. So I'm going to take this box and I like go down on one end of the box and start picking it up and you're going to help me pick it up and we're just going to, we're just going to leave him by the door for a sec because we've got more people coming down to help, Okay. Good man. Uh, Lo- love your enthusiasm. He starts kind of... Because the boxes are... They're not giant crates around. Yeah. There, but yeah like he, footlockers kind yeah. of thing-ish. And so he's just... He, he's helping you kind of move them over to the entrance. Yeah, it's just stacking them by the entrance. Okay. While they're doing that, I'm asking the other one, so how does this pool work? Um, hick. And just... He, he looks back over and he's like, Stevie, just don't, don't give them any trouble. We'll, We'll get out of this. We'll get home to the kids later. It, 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 look. Just tell us what we want to know. And she, she, she kind of looks at the scorch mark on the wall um, that Hephaestus just burnt into it. And then at her husband helping Fane move the boxes. And then Nate just kind of really over. Give me a wisdom saving throw actually just to see oh. if this, um, if you're still fully intent on. That's a wisdom Seven. <laughs> Okay, no, you were still very much intent on cleaning. Okay. At that point, I turned to Hephaestus and go, Hephaestus, why are you throwing fireballs inside? You see that I'm trying to clean? Oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I go over the table, I start cleaning the table up. Okay, um, so she just kind of like, as you kind of approach her, she's like, oh god, and she just, <laughs> she just steps around you and she's like, don't hurt me, I've got three children. Uh, don't ask me their names, I haven't thought of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, turned to, I turned to Hicks as we're, as we're picking up these crates, and I'm like, yeah, this is a nice place we got, uh, friend. Why don't, you, why don't you tell me about it? What's that statue? It's really nice. She starts to fill you all in. Um, so, they... They found they they found the they found this place. They 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 kicked out the the convent that used to be here, and they put a wanted ad. They were looking for some alchemists. We're we've we moved out of the Te- we moved out of Tezrap. We we wanted to set up a life. It's like she's she's ranting and raving about her personal life. We just wanted to get away from the city. We wanted. Can to we just can you just tell me how the pool works? How the pool works, and how can we stop the pool? So the pool isn't actually water. Okay, there was a. We we found a way to control a a cube a gel, a, of the gelatinous variety, and the ritual allows the ooze to absorb and engulf a person and draw out their strongest desires and emotions, and then we bottle it and we sell it, and that's what we're doing here. So is the cube at the bottom of this pool? The pool is the cube. That's not so how do we stop? How do we all. stop this pool from working? 
I don't know. Well, why would we want to stop it anyway? We're just here for some this pool, great this, stuff. This pool has taken loved ones away from their families. We have to stop this. I mean, technically, we've taken loved ones away from their families. I wouldn't play that card. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> That's murder. We do what we have to. Okay? I say to Fia How's in looking? Is it pretty dusty looking, or the statue? Yeah, Give it's gotta be filthy, right? Check. Oh god damn it! So, uh, four. You can't really tell. Um, mm. You're more concerned about the the burnt and the burn and the scorch marks on the wall now. Okay. Of this concrete, you know, cave wall. <laughs> like, but you're very errant and trying to get them off. Mm. So I want to walk over to the pool and have a look at the whole thing and, I don't know, just... Give me an arcana check. Yeah. <laughs> Move. Uh, so that was a natural one with a plus four, so that's five. Okay. <laughs> so, on hearing that the, the pool is some sort of living creature mm. that they have been, you know, entrapping and harnessing and, you know, using to, to draw out the emotions or the emotional energy of, of, of their victims... Mm-hmm. You approach um, at first a little bit cautiously, and then you have the words of Evelyn in the back of your mind, just kind of, you know, get this over with, get, destroy what they have. You kind of reach into the water just to see how it reacts. And what's your AC? 11. Okay, I hit you for 23. Uh, <gasps> not damage, okay. not damage, not damage. <laughs> um, attack roll. Yeah. Uh, that was my attack roll, yeah, oh, so I do, I do hit. This is actually. Not nice. It splashed you. Oh my god. I know, right? <laughs> I hit you for three whole damage. Whoa. Oh, three okay. ones in succession. Oh my god. Oh, thank god. As you kind of reach in uh, with your hand to touch the water, it just lashes out. You just see this pink and blue tentacle whip out of the water and just slap it. Your hand burns as if you had just been splashed with acid. Whoa. You recoil and you start to see the water quiver and shake. And, and the, the woman kind of looks at you. Above, Ardet and Lilu have just, have, they've broken through your barricade and are now bearing down the stairwell. Can we hear their little click, clack, click, clack, click, clack down? You, they're further, because you've kind of traveled through the thing. You, ha- you can't hear them coming yet. Got uh, a passive perception of 14. <laughs> Does that um, do anything for you? <laughs> okay. When I see this thing lash out at Hephaesta, I grab a box or whatever I can pick up and I fire it at the pool. Just throw it into it. Okay. Uh, Thanks for trying, friend. Roll a d20 and add your proficiency bonus. Uh, 20. Roll a d4, I suppose. The water cries. Two. The, you, Fia just grabs one of the crates that you were holding. She snatched it from your hands and she just throws it at the pool. <laughs> it flies overhead. Over your head, Hephaesta, as you kind of stumble back, uh, it smashes into the statue and falls into the water with a heavy clunk. And then it just, all you hear is kind of a, a fizzing and crackling as the, the box and its contents are burnt away. Uh, and you just start to see the liquid rise up over the statue. And then it just plops down like a, like a bit of jelly. And a pink and blue translucent cube is now hovering sort of like on the platform where the statue is and it begins to lurk towards you guys. I turn my back for one minute and the place is covered in jelly. <laughs> guys, what are you at? Come on now. Roll for initiative? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to roll for um, CD and Hick as well. 
Uh, I as, as that happens, I do point to the two of them with my spear, and I'm just like, get the fuck out. So you're going to tell them to run? I'm just like, leave. Okay. They rolled a nat 20, so they're gone. Uh, <laughs> I, I rolled a 20. I'm talking to a cloud shaped like the two of them. <laughs> they're gone. You're like, get out. There's no, there's no. Seely and Hick have gone. <laughs> Yet nice. they barrel out of the room, and they're just... You said the suburbs would be much quieter. Uh, and they're both running for their lives. They're going to encounter Ardat and Lilu on the way. You see this thing kind of morph and start to shift and ooze towards you guys. What did we get for our initiative? Three. Fourteen. Nineteen. Five. Okay, so Hephaestus, you're up first. It'll be the gelatinous cube, Thane, Nate, and then Fia. Blast it. I'm going to blast it. That is a nat 20 to hit. God, I hope okay. that hits. <laughs> this was an Eldritch Blast, was it? Yeah. So again, your first d10 is a full 10 damage. It's... I only get to roll one d10. Oh, you're just... It's your cantrip? Yeah. Oh, then it's just a full 10. Because okay. I like what usually what you do is you roll the d10 and you double it. But I'm yep. like, eh, what if you get like a one? That's crap. Uh, so I, I let you just do the full... Yep. So stumbling back, kind of scrambling to your feet, you move away from this thing as fast as you can. And you, you kind of run back to the others. As you do, Nate, she passes you and you just see, again, this black uh, and purple and blue fire just erupt from her hand. It burns through the air, smashes into the ooze, and you see the whole thing just... It just... Again, it's sort of like, you know, fire hitting a pool of water. It just hisses, burns. There's steam, like, or it's like a like kind of a magical... Steam. That's the only way I can say Magical it. steam. Magic steam. There you go, magical steam. Uh, I just ran out of the description for that. But yeah, it it it, it shakes and quivers uh, and jellies. It Does it wiggle? Of, it splots onto the pool and then moves up onto the edge. That's its turn. It can... Wait, how... I can't hit any of you. I fucking hate jellies <laughs> and gelatinous creatures. They have the worst movement speed ever. Nate. Oh. Um, was it me or did you go? You got like an eight, right? No, uh, oh Thane. Sorry, it's Thane yeah, and Nate. Yeah, got We're so easily confused because of our um, names. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally nothing. <laughs> so all those boxes that we piled up at the entrance. Yep. Uh, I'm going to knock them over to cover the entrance, um, to like obstruct it, and um, then I'm going to cast create bonfire right in the middle and okay, block so the you're... entrance with a wall of fire. So the entrance is the between the two vases. That's where you were kind of stacking stuff up. Yep. It, it's slightly wider there than if you were in the corridor filling it up. But sure. with the bonfire, you have you have made phases, an obstacle in front of them. Yeah. So a that, fiery obstacle. A fiery, it's a fiery obstacle in front of them. So yeah, this is now the the crates are on fire. Uh, the wood is cracking and splintering, um, and there's a bonfire now burning in the middle of this wreck. So they've and there's smoke billowing up. So the place is now kind of filling with smoke. Um, and it's just very smoggy in here. Uh, I know that was like an action and a, yep. and a bonus action, but as I look over and I see that there is a big gelatinous cube here, do I know if that's like a fey fiend or undead? Like, is it any of those monster types? No. Uh, it's like an aberration or something, isn't it? it this just says ooze. <laughs> All right, it's an ooze. Your standard it's just a large ooze. ooze. Yeah, yeah, I've been know. described as that before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was more offended that they used the word large rather than ooze. <laughs> My nickname in secondary school. Large Jews. <laughs> <Large> Jews. <laughs> uh, that is my turn. Nate, give me a wisdom saving throw first, oh. uh, just to see if you snap out of your key. This is with the kind of advantage, because the effect is kind of getting to... Uh, oh yeah, that'll do it, I'd say. So that was a wisdom, was it? Yeah. So 20. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay. yeah, the urge to clean is gone. 
Okay, I look at this thing, I see the damage that it's doing, and I cast Bane. So, uh, of three creatures of your choice you can see within range, make charisma saving throws. How much charisma does this ooze have? Do you want to I bet it? you it's not oozing with it anyway. Ah! <laughs> it has a charisma of one. <laughs> now that's not so, minus one or plus twelve. One. It got twelve. Okay, so that fails. I, I rolled seventeen, and then you take five off. <laughs> it was quite a charismatic ooze for a moment. Uh, so whenever it makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends, it has to roll a d4 and subtract that from whatever it rolls, and that lasts for a full minute. So for ten yeah. rounds. Yeah. 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 I'm going to move in and stick it with the spear. Yeah, so that was 20, and I hit for... Like a nat 20? No. Okay. Five. So you charge forward, screaming at this gelatinous cube um, for some bizarre reason. Yeah, you've clearly got some sort of issues to deal with. Um, and you you jab the spear straight into it. It just goes right through. It's, it's literally like you're poking jelly. There's no resistance. The spear, actually, as you pull back, you can see that the parts of the spear, the metal and the, and the timber are crackling as they've taken some damage from the ooze. I'm going to use my cunning action then to dash. Back? Back. Okay. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> wow, you look real heroic. <laughs> just going like, meow! I can just imagine like like with a toothpick, just like poking at the jelly and then running back. <laughs> I did something, everybody. Festa, <laughs> it is your turn. Now, Thane, you can hear footsteps approaching and you just hear Lilo screaming, what in the horny hell is going <laughs> on? And you just, all you hear is Heck, uh, um, uh, Hick and Seely just going, um, look, we're not paid enough to deal with this. You said this job would be very, very simple. We're out, we're done. We're, you, we're not even giving our notice. And they, they just run. Lilo is just screaming, Get the fuck back here! Like, she's just... She's irate at this stage. And oh, she... Shit. they, uh, uh, Lilu and Ardet just uh, come onto the scene of the bonfire and the crates. They're both just like, oh my god. Like, they're just... This whole thing is going up in smoke, Ardet says. And Lilu, it's just like... She just slaps him with the back of her hand. Um, <laughs> I told you, no more fucking puns, okay? The cancer said it was one of the main issues that we had to deal with. <laughs> it is Hephaestus, your action. Where you are, where the four of you are, well, sorry, Nate, you didn't come back, you were close to the table cleaning up the stain, mm-hmm. so it is, it's within 15 feet of you, but for the rest of you, you're close to the bonfire near the entrance, yeah. Yeah. so there's about 20 feet from, uh, from it and you, cool. 25 feet. Hephaesta. Can I, oh shit. Kiss the ooze. No, thank you It just you wants to be much. loved, it's just so alone. Maybe it's taking love from people because it's never felt love. That's sad. Just turn to the cube and I say, it's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) It quivers in response. (laughs) It's not your fault. (laughs) Quivers again. You see the the colour change ever so slightly. Hephaestus? It's going to fucking blast it. (laughs) Okay. It cannot be hearing nicer things from Nate than I ever have. Natural fucking 20. Oh my god. Okay, so it's an Eldritch Blast again. Yep. So just from the other end of the cavern, as you see Nate just kind of half apologizing and reassuring this gelatinous cube. Fuck this cube. In both hands over her head, Hephaestus conjures a 
black flaming Eldritch Blast and just slings forward, uh, <laughs> screaming and cursing Nate's head in her mind. <laughs> As she does, the flame just engulfs a little bit more and it just soars and it strikes the ooze again. It winces and you can see part of the jelly actually kind of shrink back a little bit. In the same way, you know, like Flubber was a little bit responsive to Robin yeah. Williams' voice. It's kind of the same thing happening here. So it's now a little bit afraid. Finding Flubber. In the same way, Flubber and Matt Damon were responsive <laughs> to Robin Williams. <laughs> the two greatest things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you bring Flubber yeah, good, and Will Hunting together. Good Flubber. Such fun. We don't do you. this to me, man. <laughs> it's not about. Don't do this to me, little. <laughs> The colour returns, the, the, that sort of the pink hue that was in it, reforms and reshapes and kind of grows darker so that, that it's, it's kind of going from kind of a light pink now to a much, much deeper pink, almost verging on kind of red. It flops over on one of its cube sides towards you and it, it goes to attack. Um, Me? Yep. And it misses wildly. Um, oh, it, uh, yeah, you saw the before that. Misses even more. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's just you see one of like a a tendril, like ooze, just whips out towards you. And as you move out of the way, the the actual pod, the the tentacle pod, just slaps the cauldron, and the urns sending it all crashing into the wall. Uh, Some of it splashes into the water. You see, as you kind of, because where you are, you have the best vantage of this. Now the ooze has emerged from the water has returned to it just looks like water. It looks like water. You know water? That. (laughs) How do you describe water? (laughs) That's what it is. This glass that I'm holding up. (laughs) Same. My go. Okay, so I can see kind of to my right is the flaming bonfire Bonfire and you get Lilu and Arjak behind you. Yeah, I kind of see them behind it. And then to my left is a big angry cube and my three friends. Yes, and you did see the cube responding to Nate and then it attacked Nate after Hephaestus attacked it. I have no idea what to do. Um, God. Um, Just say nice things to a gelatinous cube. (laughs) Just, yeah, just turn and say nice things to a cube. I I point at Lilu and Ardet and I'm just like, stay there, don't move. It's very hot. And I walk over to the cube and I'm like, Nate, what did you do? What do we do? I, I, I said it, it's not your fault. I am going to roast your entrails on this bonfire. You're not being very constructive right now. Hey, cube, cube. It's not your fault. You look great. And you know what? You're doing the best that you can right now. I respect you. <laughs> the, the red hue in the cube softens and it goes back to a, a, a dark pink and then slowly fading back into sort of a, an a almost invisible pink. I'm going to take a real leap of faith here and I just like reach out my hand towards the cube and I'm like, I, I trust you. I, I believe in you. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check. Oh, that thing that I'm fucking crap at? Can't wait. Seven. This thing has been hurt before. Um, Me too, man. This is the worst cube ever. (laughs) I'm going to go to the shop and get a better cube. (laughs) I'll be back in a minute. (laughs) Um, 
you it doesn't it doesn't attack you, but as you touch it, the tips of your fingers burn slightly because this thing is acid. Yeah. Um, and you take one damage. Okay. Uh, oh. Stupid cube. There's <laughs> a reason no one likes you. Nate, it's your turn. <laughs> I, 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 I watch that whole exchange I say what have they done to you? you the, the, the cube responds in, uh, the hue within it flashes a load of different colours green, yellow, brown blue, cerulean uh, black, grey <laughs> Fess is just shaking your head kind of going what the hell <laughs> um, yeah it's just, it's just it's like a kind of a kaleidoscope of colours within it almost I, like auras you would say yeah again just sort of because my artistic sort of Vibes I got going. I'm, I'm, t- I'm picking up. I'm picking up what this cube is putting down. You're also picking up all uh, of Declan's moves. <laughs> um, I'll just say we we had no idea. We're we're so sorry. But look, me and my friends, we we, we were confused at first, but we get it now. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna look after you. Okay. It shakes kind of in response. You don't speak cube, I'm afraid. But yeah, it does. It sort of it jiggles. Jiggle back happily. Okay, I. I, I'm just gonna say, look, those bad people who put you here, who are doing all these things, you are coming into this room. Okay, I'm gonna do what I can to to take care of you. And I turn away from the cube and towards the door, and I point my mop towards the door. Okay, <laughs> I do, I do the same. I'm gonna follow suit. Yeah, I'm into this. Okay. Um, Fia, your turn. Um, I'm also going to follow suit with Nate and prepare for Lilo and Arda coming into Come the through. room. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to roll for their initiative. <laughs> I love how the only one not impressed is the best. <laughs> for those of you who cannot see uh, Fester's expression, um, if she sucks any harder on the inside of her cheek, her face will collapse in her <laughs> Oh, they nat 20. Um, they still got to move through my bonfire, Yes, though. they do. That was just for them. And I'm rolling for them as a pair, okay? Nice. Um, oh, great. They get to attack this us is at like once. Some, this is like some Jesse and James from Pokemon level shit. Holla, what did I say last night? <laughs> That's the vibe I wanted to go with, too. <laughs> nice. What's your... My spell save, DC? Yeah. I'll just get it for you right now. It's a 13. Okay, so they both fail. Ardet goes to jump through it, and Lilo does at the same time, and they both take... Uh, what is it? It's 1d8 damage. One, okay, 1d8 damage, please. Alrighty, it is... Oh, Alright, goodbye to that dice. It's never coming back. What did that dice roll? <laughs> you don't want to know. Uh, was it better than a two? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck's sake. It was a two. I rolled okay. a two. They get lightly singed? They do. They get. They both get lightly singed. They get, they're a little um, crispy. You can see that of the, of the two, um, Lidu is probably the more aggressive and the just... Uh, she's still got burns. She's still got uh, wounds. They are both in their full succubus and incubus form. And again... Lilu is this, uh, she's just over six foot tall. She stands on black hooves, a long burnt red spindly tail, like the same colour of her skin, is wrapped up along the back of her and it's woven in between this sort of dark, heavy brown that's in a long braid, the same one she wears over her shoulder, and long black uh, talons and spindling horns erupt from her head. Um, Ardat is sort of a copper colour. His horns are more sort of bull pointed forward and his tail is a bit thicker and longer than hers but he stands haunched on his legs his claws are that same charred black colour and they both rush into the room (laughs) 
you were listening to Romancing the Dungeon. We're back in two weeks' time for the concluding part. Until then, why not check us out on social media at D8Dungeon over on Twitter and Instagram. If you liked our theme song, do make sure to check out Martin the Freshman Ryan on Facebook. We're back in two weeks' time, so we'll see you then. There, everybody. There was a lot of floaty hands, yeah. Yeah. courtesy of Enya in yeah. the corner. I think you've been paying way too much attention to what Declan's doing when he's recording it. <laughs> You're taking uh-huh. on his spirit. I thought that's what we had to do. Yeah. That's homophobic, how dare you? <laughs> it's spreading. <laughs> oh no, I've caught the gay. <laughs> According to Roz, you and Thane have anyway. <laughs> God.